Hey guys, what is up? Uh, welcome to Wholesale with Lenny. I am your host, uh, Lenny. Thank you guys for stopping by. Uh, what we do here, man, we talk to real estate investors and, um, you know, we gather information about their journey, gather tools that, you know, they've learned along the way, that, you know, that they, um, you know, want to come on, share their experiences, their lessons, um, the heartaches, ups and downs. Um, today, we actually got a friend. Christian Jones on from uh, Christian Electrical Services here in uh, Springfield. Mo, uh, Chris, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm having a hard time hearing you, though. Okay, can you hear me now? That's better. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, great, man. So, um, so you know, we just want to dig in. I, I really want to start with, uh, you know, the trade right the you know master electrician the electrician trade um because you know we spoke about it briefly you know i've actually went to school to become an electrician and you know i went as far as wiring you know the frame house and you know a few you know events happened in my life or whatever and i couldn't um go through uh, you know class so um you know i've always you know had mad respect for electricians um, you know, just the craft, you know, alone. So, um, like, what is your favorite part of, you know, being an electrician? Oh, the favorite part's always turning everything on. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, uh, I really like being an electrician because it's a, a great mix between uh, brains and bronze. Right. You know, I, I figure if, uh, you know, I, I'm a pretty small guy. I don't have a lot of bronze, but, uh, you know, I can muscle my way through most things. But um, with the brains, you know, all, all you have to do is get yourself around some guys that have more bronze and you're good to go. Yeah, 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 most definitely. Most definitely, man. So uh, how long, how long have you, how long have you been an electrician? I've been an electrician for about 10 years. Really? That is beautiful, man. So within 10 years, so when you started out, you know, when you first got your, you know, license, license to do, uh, you know, uh, electrical services in the state of Missouri, when you started out, was it just you or did you, you know, you and the wife or? Sorry, say that again. Uh, when you started out, you know, when you first started out before, you know, you built your business to what it is now, you know, you know, like who, who was it with you in the beginning? So I started out as an apprentice, like any other electrician. I worked, right. uh, so I, I started out actually with, uh, what I call a fly by night company. It's one of those huge companies that works all across the U S and they uh, come into your area, they pick up some locals, they do a couple of jobs, and then they leave. That's how I got a taste for the work. And then okay. I looked for a company that was hiring apprentices, and that's how I came down to the Springfield area. And uh, was an apprentice for about four years. Then I, uh, I, during that time, I went to OTC and studied their electrical certificate program. Um, 
which was great because, you know, you don't learn the book in the field very much. Exactly. exactly. And uh, the test is, yeah, the test is all about the book. Uh, but having gone through that and worked in the field at the same time, I was able to pass my exam the first time. And so I became a journeyman and worked as a journeyman for about four years. And then I uh, applied for my state uh, electrical contractor's license, which is their equivalent, their equivalent, if I can talk, <laughs> of a master. Right. And, and, and just to um, go back real quick for, you know, for those who listening and might not be local, OTC is actually Ozark Technical College, correct? Yes, Ozarks Technical Community College. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, man. So that is that is awesome here. So uh, once you got your license and you started your bit, like like once you got your like once you got official, all the way official, done with everything, done with school, the apprenticeship, the licensing. Um, when you started your, when you decided, you know, to say I'm going to name this Christian Electrical Service, right? You know. Um, how many, how many, like, was it just you out the gate or did you kind of, you know, set this thing up? Cause I know now you have a nice size company, right? Um, you know, you got guys on the job that really know what they're doing, really take their time, take pride in the work. Um, so, and I know those guys literally got that from you, you know what I mean? Got that work ethic from you because, you know, we all know like the crew's only good you know, as the leader, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, when you first started, wasn't it just you and your wife running the business? So Christian Electrical Services has been uh, a long time in the making. So when I first started with that name, I was actually, my main job was actually, uh, I was 1099 for, a, for under a master. And I was, that was what I called my side work until I realized that 1099 means you're your own employer. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it, it took me a while to realize that. But um, when I started realizing that, I started not becoming content with the circumstances that I was in. And uh, eventually I left that uh that master and started doing some solar installs. Did that for a couple of years, traveling around, got tired of traveling and came home and made Christian Electrical Services an official business in the Springfield area. Awesome. And we've been doing that for a couple of years now. Beautiful. And Beautiful. Uh, we, so we, we started out at that point, uh, we started out with me and my brother-in-law as my apprentice. And uh, now I have him. He's basically my my crew leader. Uh, he's got well over 20 years experience in, in construction in general. So nice. I don't need him to be the most knowledgeable in, in the electrical in order to lead the crew. Uh, I've got two other guys with him now that uh, they've got oh close to 
close to the amount of experience that I have. So nice. He's got all the knowledge he needs on his on his team. But nice, nice. Yeah. We started off originally just me and him, and then uh, slowly, well, I say slowly, but it was all last year. I added. Uh, actually, had I had four people, but now we're down to we're down to three. But that happens. And 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 not everyone's made for. Exactly, it does happen, and you know where we are. A lot of people find good contractors, good work, hard to find, right? Like, like literally hard to find, right? Everybody wants to do their thing. You know, a guy may show up two, three days, get some money. You know, he's gone, and you know, he called back when he broke, or you know what I mean, or someone you know was in the wrong place, wrong time. They got their tools stolen. You know, they can no longer work. You know what I mean? Um, things happen. So building a crew yep. steady, building this crew, a steady crew in this business is uh, really awesome, man. Um, so we had met, the first time we had met, we was actually at the Pines of Properties uh, Real Estate Group. Um, shout out to Jed and those guys at uh, Pines of Properties. Uh, we, we actually met there. And I wanted to talk about the transition, right? I want to talk about the transition because you said you were a 1099 employee under the master until you realized, like, wait, I'm my own boss, right? So, you know, uh, yeah, right. So when you had that epiphany, right, and you've slowly built Christian Electrical Services, because right now it is a very strong name in Springfield. And, you know, do we love everything that you guys do? Um, what was that transition? What was that transition? And you said, now I want to learn about real estate or have you already wanted to learn about real estate or, you know, how did that transition come about? Okay. Well, uh, we actually met before Pints and Properties. Uh, if you remember, it was at, um, Blaine street, just real briefly. Uh, oh, you're right. But yeah, with Robert. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Sounds Robert. But um, yeah. So, um, how did I transition, or how did I get into the the real estate world? Uh, Hugh Carnahan. He's actually the the one who started the the Pints and Properties Group. Uh, okay. But um, I I've done work for him essentially since starting in the Springfield area, he was one of the first investors, if not the first investor that I did work for. Uh, I did, I've done several jobs with him. Uh, but uh, he saw me listening to a podcast one day on a job and he just put the bug in my ear that I ought to listen to bigger pockets. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I started listening to it. And at the time I wasn't really interested in, investing in real estate you know right. i i actually at that point i already had a no i think that was i can't remember which came first if i already had my mother in a house which i think i think i did i think i already had my mother living in a house that i own uh, which i didn't really look at it as an investment property at, at best it's for appreciation 
right, but right. it's mainly to take care of my mother. Uh, but yeah, so he put the bug in my ear. I started listening to to Bigger Pockets uh, just here and there. I it was it was interesting to me, and I really liked the uh, the business side of it that they that they talked about, and the fact that they talked about the business. Uh, because business is business. It doesn't matter what the category is. Exactly. You know, set, setting up a, a good business that runs itself is the basics are the same. You know, the titles of the people on your on your team might be different, but that's about it. Yeah. Right. But uh, anyway, the uh, then I. I started thinking and, you know, probably influenced by, by bigger pockets, but my wife and I had kind of talked about it just a little bit here and there beforehand about a mobile home that's on my street. And it's the last eyesore on my street. Right. Uh, during, during the uh, COVID pandemic, an investor came in and cleaned up the other eyesore that we had. I mean, it was it was so bad. They, I think, they bought it for like seven grand. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, they were replacing framing members. It didn't even have a roof on it when they bought it. <laughs> oh, wow, that's wild. Yeah, they were they they kept the basic of the bones, but some of the bones were replaced. But then they they turned around and sold it for a hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Oh wow! In my neighborhood. Where I know that my house and the house next door to me, eight years ago, sold for sixty. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so. So you know that 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 got me thinking a little bit too. Yeah. And uh, then uh, after that went up, and I found out how much it sold sold for. You know, getting rid of that trailer. I figured just getting rid of it, even if we don't put anything back there, is going to just send the appreciation up again. Right, exactly. But, um, so that was the initial thought. And I called the the owner up, which I got her number from my, from my neighbor across the street that lives right next door to him. Because I guess she had tried to buy them a few years ago, but the lady wasn't ready to sell at that point. And I called her up and and uh, told her, or you know, I verified that it was her property. Right. Uh, and then yeah, I, I told her that you know I I saw your tenants move out. Are you interested in selling it? And she answered yes. So I wow. you know I was pumped. I was excited. So as soon as you <laughs> called her, she said yes, just like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, she was you know, she was ready to get rid of it. So, so for the audience, for those you know who may not know, um, how did you come up with the owner's phone number? My neighbor. Perfect, 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 perfect. Oh, My so neighbor, the neighbor, that's, that's right. That's you, right. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. So you called her. She says yes. Yep. So what? Like, what's our next step? Well, I, at that point, you know, I really didn't know that much about real estate. So I didn't even have, I didn't have a figure in my head of what it was even worth or what I should buy it for. And neither did she. So we ended the call basically, you know, 
what, why don't, I'll, I'll go ahead and run my numbers and see what I can afford uh, to, to buy, buy it for. And you run your numbers, see what you need to get, and then we'll get back together. Right. Well, I, I came up with my number and, and uh, tried to call her back a few times. Didn't get anything. Just, just really? voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at this at this point, do you think that seller's ghosting you? I don't know that I put that much thought into it. Right. Um, but I was determined to get it. <laughs> right. Right. So I, 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 you know, I called her back a couple more times, and eventually I got a hold of her. Nice. And uh, and she's like, yeah, I, I got your message. I've been trying to figure out how to how to sell it to you because it's on this loan with these two other mobile homes a in Rogersville. And I'm like, well, why don't I just buy all three of them? Right. And she's like, oh, well, is that all that you're interested in? Wow. And I'm like, no. What else you got? <laughs> Right, <laughs> and so she's telling me about all these properties, and uh, be, so I got to back up a little bit. Uh, before I got a hold of her, um, the second time, I was I'd done some work for a, a guy in my church, a friend at, at church that uh, he flipped homes. Right. Sometimes it's a flip, sometimes it's just a, a flip. And he was, he'd driven by my house to drop off a check because we live in the same neighborhood. And uh, I was telling him about that trailer that I was trying to buy. Where? And he's like, well, you know, if you need a partner, let me know. I'm interested. Wow. And then I get a hold of her, and she says that uh, that she's got all these other properties. Wow. So I get off the phone with her, and I let him know. And he's like, yeah, we'll take all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely will. We definitely will. So you called about one property, right? You called each other about one property. Yeah. You guys, you know, get to talking. You went on break for a while, reconnected with the seller. And then the seller gets to telling you about all these other properties. Yep. Wow, just like yeah, that. Initially, I thought it was going to be like. Initially, I thought it was going to be like nineteen or twenty properties, but when we sat down and she gave us the list, it, was, it turned out to be fourteen. I wasn't crying though. <laughs> wow, I mean that's 14 still properties. fourteen properties. Brian, uh, Brian Anderson says Melanie, Melanie rushing. He says on Sorry, I didn't catch that. Oh, uh, no, it's on the screen. We got a question on the screen from Brian Anderson. He asks, is it Melanie Rushing? Is the one you bought the properties from? Yes, she is. Yeah, Brian Anderson said he sold her about 80% of that. Shouts out to Brian. Brian uh, is a local real estate, longtime investor and in, uh, ex-realtor here in Springfield. Uh, we having some errors with Christian. Give him a moment, guys. He will be back. 
Well, Kristen left. Okay, guys, let's give Kristen a second to come on back. <laughs> but this is very interesting, man. And this is why I always tell people, ask them what else do they got, right? What else do they got for sale? It's a classic example. Guy calling about one property. He ended up buying 14 properties from this lady, right? You literally called about one property. You literally bought 14 properties. Let old Chris back in. Bam, there we go. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. So John Anderson, you know, I commented it. Um, because you know, once he when he was a realtor, or maybe not maybe not before he was a realtor, but he's uh, you know, sold her a lot of properties. So um that I got you. So so it would end up being 14 properties total, correct? Fourteen total. Yeah, fourteen properties total. Nice, total, man. Uh, so walk me, like walk me through the, you know, the acquisition of the property. Like, what did you guys come up with? Like, how did you guys come up with your number? You know, um, to actually buy all these things. Well, I treated it like a, uh, like a commercial property. Uh, I had her give me what each property is bringing in in rent and uh, basically went off the 1% rule. So she had so a couple of the properties uh, still have tenants in them that aren't paying that we're, we're working on that. <laughs> but um, anyways, it, it boiled down to uh Yeah, so we we just came up with the 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 one percent used the one percent rule to come up with the number, right. and then she came back with the number that was right in that in in the range that I was I was looking at. Right. And uh, then uh, when I brought my partner in on it, uh, we talked her down another another uh, fifteen grand. So. Nice, man. You are able to get the deal done. And, and you recently just closed on it, yep. right? Right. So yes, I, I closed on it at the end of November. End of November. Closed on it. So it was that was it was a beautiful Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a beautiful Christmas, man, for the Jones family uh uh this year. Um as like you this is the, you know, like I was telling everybody all the time when you um, had left for a second that, you know, um, if if you if you get a motivated seller, um, and you just be you, right? Just genuinely be you. Um, sellers can sense it, right? Sellers can sense it, and then you know this actually gets the seller to open up, right? And you know, you caught about one yeah. property. You caught about one property. You just closed on fourteen of those properties, right? So, yeah. What is, what is? And you guys are holding these and cash flowing these, correct? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So now that you got your first fourteen, which is basically like not your first deal, because you said you know the first property that you, you know, your mind was in, you didn't really look at that one as an investment property. So we're going to just look at this one 
as you know an investment property and instead of you guys buying one you literally bought 14. yeah that is insane not the original intention but exactly. when the opportunity presents itself and uh you can make it work why not yeah so when she said i got 14 properties you know, did I, and I mean, this is my, this is mind blowing, dude, right? Because you literally called about one property, trying to buy a property. And next thing you know, you have this portfolio that people have been, you know, people have been doing this stuff for years and just not getting a 10, right? In your first deal, you bought, you know, 14 mm -hmm. homes. And, uh, you know, that, that is beautiful. Um, I, I want to go back to the electrical services as well as the, um, you know, the um, 14 property investment. Obviously, Christian electrical services will be, you know, the elect, the uh, the electrician, you know, the electrical company to manage these. Right? Uh, where do you see yourself? Starting with these 14, where do you what's next, right? Like, what's next? That's 14 is huge, right? So, what's next? So, now, like, is, is in your mind, you already know in your mind that getting 14 can be done just like that, right? Through a simple, through a simple partnership. So, what's what's next? Well, uh, what's next is the rehab process. These are these are not uh. You know, they had tenants in them, but they need a lot of work. <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, we're, uh, we're working on getting the funding for, for the first rehab project. And this is one of our nicer houses. And it doesn't have any HVAC at oh, all. Wow. Really? No baseboard meters, no window units, nothing. Oh, so, it's hot. It's hot and it needs a brand new room. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. So, nice. Just to give you an idea, you know, th these are these are going to be a little bit of a long game for fixing up, but I get you know, it. we we plan on keeping, we plan on buying more properties too. It definitely, man. I mean, because you guys right. got cash flow, so yeah, you know I mean, you guys yep. got cash, you know, and, you, like you guys got cash flow, and that's that's like so awesome. You know what I mean? Like, because people buy properties, and then you know, it takes them in a while. To rehab them and then they don't turn cash and then they end up selling off the property or you know doing something else with the property you bought these 14 properties that was already cash flowing when, yes. when you was trying to buy one from the seller that wasn't doing anything <laughs> then now you know you have 14 of them from the property so um going in as you know as expanding you know expanding do you guys you know, see, like, do you, would you ever consider going and getting a real estate license? Um, I honestly haven't even considered it. Good answer. <laughs> Great answer, right? Because you ask these questions to people after these big, deals that they've made right after these big triumphs they made and then they're like well you know I, I take my roots test in june and it's like what are you talking about like why you just got 14 
properties from somebody who's bringing in money. You didn't have to pay for a class. You didn't, you know, no state dues and no monthly dues. And nobody gets paid before you. You know, you know what I mean? So, you know, you know, it's, it's a, oh, I, yeah, I already it's, have a business. Exactly. Exactly. Right. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. So like I said, I want to go back to, uh, you know, building the, you know, the, the services, the electrical services. We already know that that is, um, you know, you worked up under the master electrician. Now going back to acquiring these 14 units and getting into real estate, would you say that you self-educated yourself? Oh yeah. Yep. Largely through bigger pockets. Yeah. Uh, actually, on the real estate side, well, I guess I did a little bit of research into um, Robert Kiyosaki. Um, so that was one of the books that uh, Hugh invited me to read, was uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Nice, yeah. Definitely. So I read that, and... Uh, several of the bigger pockets books still going through some of them <laughs> right uh, putting time aside to read is not my strong point right i get but, it i get it but i have binged the big i've been binging bigger pockets real estate podcast said well let's see for about eight months now and I'm bringing it up here real quick to try and see how many I have left to catch up with. Let's see. Newer episodes. I have. I am behind 59 episodes, and that's it now. I started at the beginning. Wow, you caught up. <laughs> yeah. Fast. So... So that is great, man. So, so, so you are married. Yes. Right. Uh, you have a wife, and I'm I have five children. You have a wife and five children. Five. Mm -hmm. Five, five, and and uh, do you like was like? Did you and your wife meet here in Springfield, or no? Uh, we were both living in the Central Missouri area. I was living in uh, Fulton and her family was in a vase, uh, little towns up north. But um, we met in uh, Columbia, Missouri at a church institute class. Uh, she was on her, uh, well, she was going to BYU, Idaho, and uh, they have what's called an off track instead of a summer break. Right. And that off track happens at different times of the year, depending on which track that you're on. And she just happened to be her off track, I think was, yeah, it was over what we would call fall semester <laughs> in that time period. And that's when we met. Nice. Awesome, man. So you guys been together now for a while. You guys got five children. You guys just acquired 14 properties right and you know building wealth for a lot of people um you know a lot of people find it difficult because a lot of people don't have 
don't have the understanding of what building wealth is, right? Um, you know, because they figure they can go to nine to five every day and save a lot of money. And then one day they'll be wealthy when, you know, there's actually a lot of outside actions that you have to do besides that 40 hours, you know what I mean? Whether it's reading, you know, or reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, going to local REI meetings, getting around more people that's actually doing real estate, you know, and doing it, you know, correctly, you know, people who's actually profiting from, you know, real estate um, transactions, as well as having a good base, right? Because having a good base at home means a lot. Having a good base as far as the crew, you know, that you work with and, you know, your, your partner, um, your investor that you work with as well. Um, as, as far as, you know, going back to Christian electrical services, what, what is what is one of the biggest problems or, uh, you know, one of the biggest problems or the biggest jobs um, that you guys did last year? Because I don't know if you do, you know, commercial. We've never talked about it. So, you know, what is like one of the biggest jobs, you know, that you guys have done or, you know, problems that you guys solved last year? Yeah. So we do both residential and commercial. Um, so far, let's see. Well, I know with, with Hugh Carnahan, we did a, uh, an apartment building with, of six units in Northern, in North Springfield. Um, let's see, what are some other larger jobs that we've done? I mean, we've done several custom homes, uh, Yep. Uh, that's with uh, Phillips Custom Builders. Uh, and then we've done, I mean, we've worked for several investors uh, just rehabbing their homes, whether it's, uh, you know, bare stud remodel or, or even with the sheetrock on the walls. Uh, right, right. A lot easier without the sheetrock, though. <laughs> yeah, most definitely, man. Most definitely, it is. You already know. So, man, like, if if you if you if you had ten times the budget that you got right now, right? If you had ten times the budget um, that you have right now, would you go after another fourteen? Or, oh, yeah. you know, or would you guys like consider, you know, to say like a multi-unit this time? Honestly, we we almost went after a multi unit already. Yeah, I mean, uh, because I'm asking because but, like I'm asking because at this point you've turned into a very strong cash buyer. <laughs> well, and that's that, that's what we thought too. But you know, we had just, we had just closed on the 14 properties at the end of November, right? And uh, there was uh, four. There's four fourplexes in in Fordland, like. On the other side of my neighborhood, that uh, were up for uh, foreclosure sale, and I tried. I went to the bank, and they basically told us it's too much too soon. Oh, <laughs> Slow <wow>. down. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, so the bank bank wanted a little season. Bank say <laughs> yeah. the bank say give us ninety days. Give us ninety days. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man! This is a really good deal. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, come back in 90 days. Come back in 90 days. Well, and we knew we had the equity. We could buy it with the equity. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. Buy it with the equity, man. Exactly. Um, but it's also at the, at the time where, you know, the, the banks are starting to tighten up a little bit right yeah, now because exactly. they don't know what's going to happen in the market and all that. So. Exactly, man. Exactly. Man, if you get talked to, you know, your younger self, if you talk to your younger self, you know, I mean, if you, well, what do you wish that your younger self knew about real estate investing? Honestly, I think I wish I just knew more when I was younger. Because, uh, you know, I could have gotten in the game 10 years ago, <laughs> you know, back when I was a, a young newlywed. Yeah. Uh, I probably would have started off house hacking. Because you know, now I've got five kids. If I'm going to house hack, I need like, I need a large duplex. <laughs> yeah, most, most definitely. But yeah, either, that or, either that or a house that's easy to convert the basement. Yeah, 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 definitely right, definitely right. So, man, that 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 is that is awesome, man. So, so right. So, I mean, moving along in twenty twenty three, man. I, I believe twenty twenty three is going to continue to be epic for you, um, because I, you know, I don't know, you know, none of us know what the Fed is going to do, right? Um, some people say it's going to go up, some people say it's going to go down. But we still trying to buy real estate, whether it's going to go up or go down, right? We don't, we don't really care because we're going to refinance, right? <laughs> and so when it go down, we're going to refinance. So uh, it's awesome, man. So you was telling me about rich dad, poor dad, right? Is there any more books, you know, that you would recommend, you know, for our viewers and listeners? Uh, sure. Uh, <clears throat> let's see the. I've read the the Burr book all the way through by David. I think that's David Green. David Green, shout out to David Green. Green or Brandon Turner. I, that it's one of the yeah. Two. That was David Green. Yeah, that was David. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then uh, I'm working on long state real estate investing on that yeah. book right now, and in the future, I would like to buy a property in Florida at least. But uh, I'm not right now. I'm looking at just buying locally. But the uh, the systems that he talks about in that book are are solid for any any uh, area. Yeah, nice man, perfect. That's awesome, man. So, because um, we had contemplated when uh, Shamika Jackson had brought it up. Shout out to Shamika Jackson, one of the group experts. Actually, taught me a lot about uh, real estate investing. And uh, Shamika was talking about, you know, how we should have a monthly book club in the group. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I think we should go ahead and kick it off, you know, and go ahead, you know, next uh, week or whatever. Well, next month is coming up. Might as well, you know, get together, group of us get together, kind of choose a book and, you know, make sure everybody can order the book so we can all read through the book together, build on the book see what kind of strategies, you know, I mean, cause you know, like, but it gotta be a cool ass book. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it gotta be a cool ass book. Like something like the bird or, you know, or the, um, the, uh, uh, what's the negotiation book? 
uh, never split the difference, right? Um, oh, never yeah. Split the difference, think and grow rich. And, you know, there's a lot of other books out there, too. There's um, books that, you know, I believe that can actually help, you know, as well. Um, you got a Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. Um, you actually got a ton of books by uh, Reverend George Myers that actually, you know, that'd be good. There's a lot of T.D. Jakes books that'd be good. There's, you know, there's a lot of uh, books outside of the realm of real estate that actually, oh. I believe that it, you know, actually help you boost your business as well. So uh, we're going to yeah. go ahead and start, you know, start the monthly book reading. And, you know, everybody kind of just jump on the Zoom and we go over the book, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think that'd be pretty cool man um yeah Kristen, man if you can give anybody some advice tonight um they may be thinking they may be you know jogging right now listening to it they may be watching this they may be listening to us on the cell phone what advice would you have to a person sitting here thinking i need to get into real estate what do i got to do don't think too don't think about the big picture yet you know you you can dream but you know i didn't buy 14 properties i didn't go into this thinking i was going to buy 14 properties i was going into after one and honestly when i was thinking about it i would say just get rid of the trailer yeah yeah <laughs> have an empty lot <laughs> yeah so you know just just take the next step figure out what that next step is and go after it that's right you know the 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 vision can change as you go along and it probably will. But, you know, if you're moving in that direction and you know, that that's what matters. It's that motion, yeah. that momentum. Most definitely. Most definitely. And you gotta be persistent. <laughs> it yeah, took me yeah. about six months to land that deal and close keep it. Going, yeah. Keep going at it. I was, we, we, uh, we, we was working on the deal a few, weeks ago, me and uh, Orlando Swearing just shout out to Orlando. And the person, the property, the person that owned the property was actually in Christian County Jail, right? So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> long story short, we actually had to go get a, uh, an attorney and the attorney had to go down to Christian County Jail get the power of attorney to close. It literally took us a month to close that deal. And he was, he had started to tell me, man, he was starting to get discouraged like he didn't think the deal was going to close and and, mm -hmm. and i was telling him man just kind of just just kind of hold on but right now while we're working on this deal to close let's keep trying to close more deals let's not get stuck on this one deal right because every deal don't close every deal doesn't close is what it is realtors go through it wholesalers go through it brokers go through it right deals just don't close buyers back out Realtors go through it, wholesalers go through it, brokers go through it, right? It just is what it is. So it's literally always all about picking yourself up, dusting yourself off, right? Go ahead and get that next no until you get a yes. You know, being persistent and being, you know, being relatable, being, you know, persistent and, you know, just, you know, just keep, just keep digging, you know, and, you know, I always tell people all the time, the guys who was buying all the shovels and the pickaxes during the gold rush, those aren't the guys who got rich. The guys that were selling the shovels and the pickaxes, 
those are the guys who get rich, right? So, you know, as a real estate wholesaler, as a wholesaler, we have those pickaxes and those shovels, you know what I mean? That versus um, somebody else who may not, right? So now let's go back. Like, so have you, did this brings me to another question. Have you closed the wholesale deal yet? Have I closed a wholesale deal? Yeah. No. No. See, the, we got to get mean, you. We got to get you a wholesale deal, close, bro. <laughs> we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you bought yeah, fifteen. I, like you bought fourteen units before you closed the wholesale deal, and I'm wholesaling deals to sell to buy units. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. so you got to get a wholesale deal because they get addictive. It get addictive, <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, and where you're at now, that's yeah. not, you know, what I mean, it'll just really help boost your business now. Yeah, you know I mean, help really help boost your business, man, to boost your portfolio up. If you jumped into, you know, we get your wholesale deal, you know, at least one or two a month. You know what I mean? It, it you know, it definitely help us push the uh, rehabs along. You know what I mean? Without totally depending. Sure. Or outside money, so you know, get us a few deals going, man. But, uh, Christian, man, I'd like you know, I'd like to thank you for coming, man. Um, if any of you guys watching, local investors, man, if you guys are listening, uh, we're in Springfield, Missouri. You guys want to reach out to Christian Electrical Service for all of your electrical needs, these guys do it all as you hear commercial as well as um, residential. I got the pleasure of speaking with the owner. Um, today, Mr. Kristen Jones, uh, we went over how he bought a 14 property portfolio where all he wanted to do was move the trailer out the end of the street, right? He wanted to buy a trailer at the end of the street just to move it off his block, and he ended up buying 14 cash flowing properties, guys. So, look, anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. Anybody can do this. We're all, most of us in this space right now, we're all mostly generally self-educated, right? So, you know, I always tell people, man, keep learning, keep going, get around people that's in the real estate space, right? Because if you're sitting at home, you don't know how to get in real estate, but the first thing you need to do is get around people that's actually closing deals, right? Go to the local real estate, go to the local real estate meetings, um, you know, read more books, you know, et cetera etc but christian man once again i'd like to thank you for coming man and you know i know um you know you um your father your husband your entrepreneur uh, man do you got any words you know in encouragement man that you can leave us with tonight words of encouragement just go and do it you know if you've got a an idea just go after it you know that like I said earlier, momentum really is the biggest thing. You know, three years ago, I was not an entrepreneur. I I dabbled at it at, at it previously, but uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, once you you just have to set your mind to it and go after it. That's really what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah, that's it, man. That's definitely it. Um, I was telling. Uh, I said to one of my guys earlier, like I was telling you know, Orlando I was like, man, we got to keep keep the deal flow, you know, keep the deal flow going, and you know that that literally takes persistence, right? And you know, we may not 
get the first phone number right, the second phone number right. But, you know, you may often have times where as a wholesaler, you may have to call the brother or you may have to call the niece just to get in contact with the owner. We literally went through it the other day. We skipped trace the property and we ended up talking to the ex-husband and the ex-husband had to put us in contact with the cousin because the cousin is the one now who's, you know, in charge of the property and the property's about to go up for auction next month on the ninth, right? So keep pressing because I'm trying to, you know, stop that foreclosure from happening. So guys, keep pressing, keep calling, keep building leads, man. Keep showing compassion for your sellers. Listen to what your sellers saying when they're talking because the Christian wouldn't if Christian had just said, Hey, I just want to buy a trailer, that probably would have been the end of it. Okay. But since he's a genuine guy, he built a little rapport with the seller. He walked away with 14 cash flowing properties. And all he wanted to do was move the piece of crap trailer off the end of his block. And he literally ended up buying 14 properties. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the literally the uh, definition of turning trash into gold. Okay. The man literally turned trash into gold, okay? Just looking for a problem and fix it. Yeah, find a problem and fix it, man. So, Christian, man, once again, man, thanks for coming. Uh, man, it's been an honor and a pleasure, man, having you on, man. Um, as soon as you guys get that uh, multi-unit, man, we're going to come on back and uh, get us an interview going here, man. There we go. No doubt, man. Thanks a lot, man, for coming, man. Uh, once again, guys, thanks for stopping in for the whole Selling with Lenny podcast. My name is Lenny, and uh, with my special, special guest, man, Christian Jones. No doubt, man. You guys, have a, good, you guys have a good one.